guys. The following story is a requested story that came from Charlie over on our Patreon page. It says, Hello, Bedtime FM team. Thanks for including story suggestions with the pledges. That's so fun. These are the story suggestions from your fan, Charlie. He is six years old and lives in Oregon in the USA. He would love a story that includes a boy named Charlie, a spaceship, space aliens, a portal to another dimension, a twist ending where it is all a dream, and, if possible, a house that is shaped like an animal. Thanks so much. We love your stories so much. Warmly, Anna and Charlie. Well, Charlie, thank you very much for your story suggestions. I had quite a bit of fun, actually, writing this story. It was really fun looking at the list of ideas that you've given me and working off of those. So if you can remember all six of those things uh, as we go through the story, maybe you can, you know, tick off when when we do them all. So there's a boy named Charlie, a spaceship, space aliens, a portal to another dimension, A twist ending where it's all a dream, although sorry, spoiler alert, we kind of just told you what's going to happen at the end of the story. And, if possible, a house that is shaped like an animal. Alright, let's go. This story is called Charlie and Rigel and was written by me, Jess Judd. Charlie was surrounded. He took a deep breath, trying not to make too much noise in case they could hear him breathing. He snuck a peek from his hiding spot. There were two in front of him, one behind him, and three each to his left and right. There was no way out this time. Sooner or later, they would find him. He closed his eyes and thought of his mother. She'd miss him, but he knew she would understand that he was trying to save the world. Charlie thought to himself, I love you, Mum, and gripped his blaster tighter. He bounced from one foot to the other, readying himself for the fight of his life. He was just about to leap from his hiding spot when suddenly, Charlie, his mother called, dinner time. Oh, man, Charlie said. He stepped out from behind the tree. Just five more minutes, Mum. You said that ten minutes ago, Charlie. Your dinner's going cold, Mum said with a slight frown on her face. Charlie sighed. And remember to pick up your toys. If you leave them out, the dog might eat them. Charlie gathered up his toys walked inside to his room and dumped them on the floor. You'll have to try and get me next time, guys, Charlie said with a smile on his face. He headed back to the kitchen to grab his dinner. Later that night, Charlie was all tucked up in bed, telling his mum about his adventure. She smiled and nodded as she pulled up his covers and kissed him goodnight. Sounds like you've had lots of fun. Sleep well, Charlie. You can play more tomorrow morning, she said. Mum turned and started to walk out of the room, and then suddenly she cried out in pain. Charlie, you didn't pack your toys away as I asked you, Mum said as she hopped up and down on one foot. She bent down and swooshed the pile of toys into the corner of the room. Good night, Charlie, she said, turned out the light and left the room. Charlie closed his eyes. He tried to sleep, but he just couldn't seem to drift off. Finally, Just when he thought sleep was about to take over, he heard a clanging noise from the backyard. Charlie rolled over, trying again to go to sleep, but heard another noise. This one sounded like the doggy door in the kitchen, flapping, as if his dog, Rigel, had just walked through it. He'd better not be trying to get in here and chew my toys, Charlie thought to himself. 
He had just rolled over and decided to get up and check on Rigel when he heard the dog give a little whine and then a blue light flashed through his window. Charlie jumped out of bed and raced to the window where he saw Rigel being lifted into the air by a beam of blue light. Rigel! Charlie called. He raced out of his room, down the hall and through the kitchen and burst through the kitchen door just in time to see Rigel disappearing into what appeared to be a spaceship. Without stopping to think, Charlie ran straight into the blue light and was immediately lifted off his feet and beamed up into the belly of the spaceship. There was a loud metallic sound and a huge trapdoor below Charlie's feet slammed shut. The blue light disappeared and Charlie fell softly to the floor. Rigel, Charlie whispered. He heard a faint bark that sounded like it was coming from somewhere deeper inside the spaceship. Charlie looked around him. He seemed to be in the cargo hold of the spaceship. There were lots of boxes and crates all around him. He decided that exploring the spaceship without any kind of protection was probably a silly idea. He had no idea why these aliens, assuming they were aliens, had stolen his dog. He didn't know if they were friendly or not. Charlie dug through some of the cargo, but mostly the boxes just seemed to have dog biscuits, balls and dog beds in them. He grabbed out some dog treats and a couple of balls, just in case they might come in useful. Just as he was about to leave the cargo hold and go exploring, he heard the pitter-patter of little feet coming down the corridor. Charlie quickly hid behind some boxes and waited to see who was coming. As he watched, he saw what looked like two small dogs walk into the cargo hold. Charlie thought they looked a bit like chihuahuas, except instead of being a normal colour, their fur was bright blue. They had blasters strapped to their backs, and Charlie felt glad that he had hid. He didn't think they were very friendly-looking dogs. "'What are we doing down here anyway, Pogo?' asked the dog on the left. "'The master thought he saw something else get dragged up by the tractor beam,' said the alien dog called Pogo. "'He said we had to check it out before we entered the portal, just in case it was something not friendly.' The two blue dogs walked around the cargo bay, sniffing the ground. Charlie knew they would find him eventually. He quickly and quietly grabbed another ball from the nearest box. Hey, Zippy, I think I smell something over this way, he heard Pogo call from behind the box on his left. Charlie stood up. Here, boy, here, Zippy, here, Pogo, come get the ball. He hoped that the alien dogs liked balls as much as normal earth dogs. Sure enough. With joyful-sounding barks, Zippy and Pogo came bounding around the boxes. See the ball? You want the ball? Go fetch! cried Charlie, and threw the ball as hard as he could towards the other side of the cargo hold. Ball! barked both alien dogs, and they took off running after the ball. As they ran, their blasters fell from their backs and clattered to the floor. Charlie raced over and grabbed the blasters, then took off running up the corridor that the alien dogs had come down. He could hear the two alien dogs fighting over the one ball. He could only hope that the ball would keep them occupied long enough for him to find Rigel. Charlie kept running until he could no longer hear the growling of Zippy and Pogo behind him. As he slowed to a walk, a speaker on the wall next to his head crackled to life.
Charlie looked around and saw a window on the other side of the corridor with a pipe running from the floor to the ceiling next to it. He quickly crossed to the opposite side of the corridor and hung onto the pipe. As he watched out the window, there was a roaring noise, like the noise a plane makes as it's taking off. Charlie saw something very odd outside the window. There was a shimmering curtain of light opening up in front of the ship. He realised that it must be the portal and that the ship must be about to travel through it. He hung on as tight as he could to the pipe and the ship blasted through the shimmering curtain. Charlie felt odd. A shiver passed over his entire body as if he had just jumped into a cold shower. He blinked as his vision blurred and tiny pinpricks of light danced in front of his eyes. He closed his eyes tight until his stomach stopped churning and he felt normal again. When Charlie opened his eyes, he saw that the ship was descending onto a planet. I wonder where we are, Charlie thought. That portal probably took the ship to a whole other dimension like in the movies. Charlie watched out the window as the ship got closer and closer to the planet. It looked like it was heading towards a city. The city looked strange. The buildings all seemed to be weirdly shaped. As they got closer, Charlie realised that the buildings were all shaped like dogs. There was a Labrador house and one that had spots all over it like a Dalmatian. He could see buildings that looked like bulldogs and terriers and blue heelers. I need to find Rigel and get out of here, Charlie said to himself. Now that he was feeling better, he took off down the corridor, checking through the doors as he passed them. He could hear barking coming from the other end of the ship. He hoped it was Rigel, and not another one of the alien dogs. He ran around a corner and skidded to a stop. He could see Rigel down the end of the corridor, being led into a room. Rigel! he called. But just as he did, two big green Dobermans leapt from the room, snarling at him. Give me back my dog! Charlie yelled. The green Doberman aliens took another step towards him. Charlie reached into his pocket and grabbed a handful of biscuits. He threw them at the alien dogs, who barked joyfully and started eating. Charlie picked up Rigel and raced back down the corridor the way he had come. He could hear the aliens chasing them down the corridor. Charlie ran all the way back to the cargo hold, but he didn't know what he would do when he got there. How would he and Rigel get home? He managed to get to the cargo hold and hid behind some boxes. Rigel whined in his arms. Shh, boy, everything will be okay, Charlie whispered. He watched as alien dogs appeared at every entrance to the cargo hold. They were surrounded. Charlie took a deep breath, trying not to make too much noise. He snuck a peek from his hiding spot. There were two in front of them, one behind them, and three each to their left and right. There was no way out. Even if the alien dogs didn't find them, Charlie had no idea how he and Rigel would get home. He closed his eyes and thought of his mother. She'd miss him, but he knew she would understand that she was trying to save Rigel. Charlie thought to himself, I love you, Mum, and gripped his stolen blaster tightly. He bounced from one foot to the other, readying himself for the fight of his life. He was just about to leap from his hiding spot when suddenly, Charlie, breakfast is ready, time to wake up, his mother called. What? Charlie said. He sat up. He was in his bed, in his house, and it was morning. 
Where were the alien dogs? Where was the spaceship? Where was... Rigel! Charlie cried out. He jumped out of his bed and raced out of his room. There was his mum in the kitchen, and there was Rigel, following along behind her, watching to see if she was going to drop any bacon on the floor. Rigel! Charlie cried, and picked his dog up and gave him a cuddle. Rigel looked a little confused, but gave Charlie a big lick on the cheek anyway. Charlie sat down to eat his breakfast. Must have been a dream, he thought to himself. A few minutes later, however, he realised there was something in his Ugg boot. He didn't actually remember putting them on when he jumped out of bed that morning. Charlie pulled off his Ugg boot and tipped it upside down. One little dog biscuit came tumbling out. It was a dream, wasn't it? Well, Charlie, I hope you enjoyed that story and I hope you were keeping track and noticed that I did include all of the things on your list, even the mention of houses shaped like dogs. Although I really have no idea how you would actually build a house that's shaped like a dog, but that's okay. Thank you so much for your suggestions, Charlie. I really enjoyed writing your story and thank you to all of our Patreons for the support that you give us. Thanks to Will and Owen for their awesome review. They say they enjoy listening to our podcast on long car drives and that it's great when going to bed. Also, thanks to the Shilkin family who gave us a $20 donation through our website. They say they're British, Australian and American and they like hearing the narrators from different countries. Emmy's favourite story is The Princess and the Dragon and uh, Leela loves Nut Tree Island. Thanks, guys. Also, hello to Marlo. And thank you for your review. We're glad you enjoy listening to our stories at bedtime. Also, a quick shout out to Alia and Becky from the USA, Amelia and Adrina from Malaysia, Lachlan and Declan from Canada, Stella from Arizona, Jack from Australia, Julie from Virginia, Cece from Cyprus, Oscar and Esme from the UK, Bethan, Charlie and Harry from Epsom in England, Rodella and her mum and dad, and Gracie and Miller from Red Beach in New Zealand. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time.